0: It's been a while, it's been so long It feels foreign to talk on a microphone Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody in between Welcome to another Mean Green episode of the I Got Sense podcast I'm your co-host Andre, also known as Dre K-I-L-E-E Young entrepreneur and mentee of the man, the myth, the legend The brother who created the I Got Sense brand I mean, the list goes on of things I can say about him but for sake of time, I will introduce him as himself. Cheyenne Simmons, everybody. What up,
1: what up, what up? What's going on? What's boy. Cheyenne Simmons, also known as your boy, Dividend. We back again in the studio after I've been on a three-month sabbatical. It's all my fault, Andre. I apologize in advance, but it's good to be back.
0: <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We both been at it, up and at it, busy making moves and Making our money make money work for us and making some more money in the process.
1: And, you know, I've been over here in my feelings about this whole financial literacy industry that we in. So, a lot of that played into it until I had a few people slap me around, including you and uh, Sky Girl. And a couple other folks told me to uh, man up and stop being a little bitch.
0: (laughs) I understand, though. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about it offline, but it, it, when you're doing something and you're doing it with purpose, it gets frustrating when you see all them other people out there just trying to do it for some money or some for some clout. So we're going to talk about it in this episode. We're going to dive into that. But how have you yeah. been? How have you been? Let the people know what's been up with you. How? How's life? I know you're out there in Vegas still, so you you, you calling in on the phone right now, but how's life?
1: Oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm definitely loving Vegas. And uh, like I tell people every time who ask me about it, I wish I would have put a little bit more pressure on the wife, Sheila, uh, Sheena McCurdy, a.k. Skygirl, to move out here in 2014. That's when I really wanted to, feel, to come out this way. But she didn't want to uh, leave the nest of her family back home in L.A. Um, but now that we're out here, she's regretting it, too. We should have came out here a long time ago. Man, my quality of life has kind of increased tenfold between Vegas and Los Angeles because we, we, you know, we're not dealing with all the congestion and the 28 million people that's packed in Metro uh, LA and all the homelessness and all the things that go along with the beautiful weather and the beautiful scenery. Um, We got the best of that world here in Las Vegas with us and whenever we need to be back in LA, it's only a 28-minute flight. And uh, as you know, I'm back and forth in L.A. at least uh, two or three times every month, anyway, to take care of things that we got still going on out there. So I'm I'm loving it out here in Vegas, man. It, everything I need is within an eight-minute walk from my house, a 30-second drive. Um, uh, what else around here? I can uh, see uh, the mountains behind me. The weather gets a little hot between June and uh, August. Um, but uh, I'm loving it, man. It takes me uh, almost uh, uh, I'd say uh, two months to drive up a tank of gas, Andre. Wow, it's great.
0: And the cost of living is a lot more affordable out there. And y'all don't have to pay state taxes.
1: Exactly, winning all the way around. But that old that old state of California, they still got their hands in my damn pocket. Though I'm still trying to trying to break loose from them. But yeah, it's it's uh, you can definitely stretch your dollar. Uh, a longer ways out here in uh, Vegas and uh, it's a lot of business opportunity and it's not as much competition here also when you want to jump into a business or when you see business ideas that you think you can implement here um the uh, barriers to interest uh entry here in uh, Vegas much lower so I'm loving it out here man I should have moved here uh, a long time ago
0: well don't be surprised if you see somebody move on your block that look like me walk talk and act like me (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, anyway, you know, you you've been telling me you looking, you taking a look around various areas in California. At one time, you mentioned Vegas, you mentioned Texas, you mentioned Arizona. So, you know, and uh, you know, it's a massive flight away from uh, LA right now because of everything going out there, from the high cost of living to the uh, rents being quadrupled since uh, the pandemic, and just you know the homelessness and things there just. Uh, it feels like uh the West the West Coast version of New York. Everybody just packed in on top of each other and you feel like you're starting packed in a can.
0: Yeah, it is. Every time I drive to LA, man, I mean it's it's like stress <laughs> just comes upon you. Like right when you get on that four oh five going through like Long Beach and Carson start easing and getting worse. The closer you get to downtown LA, the worse it gets. Exactly. Um, you, know, yeah. when you Drive away, it's like ah. like I'm in I'm in Orange County, so it, I I'm still a little bit further away from all of that. I get to escape it, but still.
1: Yeah, man. You know, we try to fly into Long Beach instead of LAX whenever we come in. You know? And uh, so at Long Beach, that's a, that used to be a small Air Force base there, but when you land in uh, uh, Long Beach, they still have to push those manual stairs up to the plane for you to walk down. But yeah. you can li- <laughs> Once you step out of the door of an airplane at at the Long Beach Airport and walk down the stairs, um, you could uh, uh, walk for about eight minutes and be in a rental car if you park in the parking garage, be in your car pulling out. So it's very convenient and easy, um, non-congestive flying into Long Beach whenever you come there. But by the time you pull out of the Long Beach uh, Airport and make that left or right on Lakewood Boulevard, then you wrap back into that can of sardines. yeah. And you get like you can feel the stress and the sweat balls on your forehead within a seconds of turning back out the massive metro L.A.
0: That's a fact.
1: So I, oh, I don't miss it at all, man. I'm living my best life out here in Vegas.
0: That's a fact. Well, I'm definitely happy to hear that you living your best life. Living your best <laughs> life. <laughs> so look, Three months, man. It's been a while since we didn't talk finance on the podcast. Yeah. My question to you is why did you take so much time away?
1: Well, you know, originally we uh, we said that we need to have a better balance of work life. And so going into late November, we had both agreed that we were going to kind of take December off, mm-hmm. maybe play uh, or do some uh, reruns to cover December and then come back in January. But even when we were coming back into January, we were saying we wanted to kind of retool and maybe um, reformat the program and not necessarily do a podcast every week, but maybe do one every month with mm-hmm. more content and more quality into it. And so that's how we left out being on vacation. But once I got onto that vacation, of course, Sky Girl and I, we took advantage of it. We took a... Uh, several trips. Not only did we take about four trips um, between uh, December and the end of February. um, We also uh, made plans to go to Italy late on this year. Uh, We made plans to go on another cruise. Uh, We've made uh, some substantial travel plans that exceed, uh, well, it's, it's away from our normal routine every year. And so, as I gave myself more and more uh, time to away from working and grinding and putting in, you know, the uh, four to eight hours that we put into the podcast every week, I was able to dive a little deeper into the financial literacy industry itself and see what was going on around me because even though I'm one of the uh, uh, industry figureheads uh, that's doing financial literacy and financial education, I really don't take a look at the specific details of um, all those others out there that are considered my peers. And so, as I started looking further into our peers and just getting uh, my pulse on my my thing on the pulse of of, uh, where the industry is going now, I saw that the industry itself is just evolving into something that I really don't want to be associated with. I started going back looking at, uh, you know, uh, we have over 800 TikTok videos out there and starting to look at the uh, TikTok videos and reading the comments and everything. And, uh, man, as I started looking at all of this stuff, Andre, I started feeling like uh, I'm doing the impossible for the ungrateful because I don't like what I really see with um, all my peers out there. They're out there just with business models making a quick buck. Uh, under the guise of financial literacy. And then even reading a lot of the, the, the contents and comments on my videos and some of my posts across social media, I got uh, these uh, younger folks that are uh, just now um, getting uh, becoming of age and uh, starting to get into investing and actually earning a paycheck. These young fools out here accusing me of plagiarizing stuff that some of my peers are saying now, that they done bit off of me and stole from me from way back in 1992 and 96 and stuff. And, uh, um, I hate to admit it, but, uh, I kind of got into my feelings about it. I'm like, man, you gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) They, they they accusing me of stealing and biting off these new dudes that's just been doing it for 10 minutes and I've been doing it even before they were born. And so, um, that kind of led me to be, Feel a little disenfranchised and then so I took longer than a month and I was trying to figure out I was talking to you here and there going on my trips and the more and more I looked at it the more and more I'm like look here man I think you know you and I we're the only ones that's really out here genuinely doing it and not expecting anything back now other than the Patreon page that we started because I uh, surrendered my investment license so you have to subscribe to go over there to see what I'm investing in and what I'm telling people I think they should invest in. Other than charging people 5 or $10 for that, we don't want anything back uh, from um, our podcast other than for people to get educated and, be, and to become more financially, uh, financially uh, savvy. Um, but everybody else that's out there, they're doing a business model and they're doing a money grab and they're hiding behind you know, um, all of this here Crazy stuff that kind of gets into uh, people of color skin. So you know they they either show up and they start talking pro black, or they got to rag the richest stories about you know how they were downtrodden and under the jail, and they picked up a book and not, and, and before you knew it, they was making money on the internet. You got uh, people around here that that want to talk about uh, Tulsa and the Black Wall Street, and we don't need the white man no more. Everybody is out here. They got a, a, a gimmick or some type of marketing ploy to get you to listen to them talk about financial literacy. And most of them also they go out and get celebrity features to endorse what they're saying um, or to at least validate what they're doing, so they can get more clicks. Um, but in the grand scheme of everything that uh, everyone out there is doing now, they're just out there uh, trying to sell you their product. You know, buy my program and. If you buy my program and follow my lead, you're going to be on the path to wealth building. But nobody's uh, making any money. Nobody's on a path to wealth building. People are just out here, uh, you know, using their credit cards, uh, pulling money out of their, their, their homes, or, or using their income tax or their stimulus money to buy these here thousands of dollars of programs from these so-called um, financial gurus. And all they're really doing is enriching a few people out here that's taking advantage of the, of the, the industry. And and I can tell you the biggest, the biggest pet peeve I have is the people that are out there that say they're financial professionals and they're providing financial literacy to the culture and to people of color, they're all putting up posts and they're all putting up marketing gimmicks with them standing in front of houses, mansions, uh, you know, luxury cars, Bentleys, they got on a bunch of jewelry. Um, They're pri- flying on private jets. they doing all this here crazy stuff and talking about their money and how much they got now. And I'm like, that has absolutely nothing to do with financial literacy. It's actually detrimental to the ultimate goal of what you're trying to accomplish with your financial education. And, I, you know, I just started feeling more and more like, I don't want to be involved with it, and I don't want to be associated with them type of people.
0: Mm. Well, I ain't going to lie, sure. am,
1: I raving, am I ranting and raving too much here?
0: No, you're not ranting and raving too much. The goal of this episode is to allow you to speak your truth and your mind, and I'm going to help you really back in so we can get an IGC family some sense moving forward yeah. but i ain't gonna lie Sha, i think a few of our uh, audiences out there still stuck on the fact that you said you went four different places on, on uh, trips and you got italy lined up for the end of the year they probably sitting here listening like i hear what he's saying but that must be nice it must be nice. well, it's
1: <laughs> the it, it, it's it's fruit of my labors, and uh you know uh sheen is telling me all the time that you know i'm in my mid-50s now mm-hmm. and uh At the end of the day, I know I have a lot of responsibilities. A lot of people rely on me. I have a lot of business partners. I feel obligated to even keep the I Got Sense podcast going on. But at the same time, she's saying if you drop dead, you can't help nobody. So it goes back to, you know, those pillars of wealth and everything. Mm -hmm. I got to make sure I take care of me and make sure my health is right, make sure I get my diet back on track. I got the money part mastered and figured out. I'll never have to worry about money the rest of my life. But there are some areas of improvement, uh, you know, drastic improvements that I can make when it comes to, you know, uh, my uh, balance between work and family and getting my diet and getting my fitness back where it should be. So, you know, uh, yeah, we, we uh, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it. And I'm gonna definitely uh, uh, pace myself a little bit more going forward because I do turn 55 this year, hey, and I'm gonna hey. a whole lot more time show, with show, Sky Girl, show. and I'm gonna be a whole lot more invested in uh, <laughs> trying to help my kids get on the uh, right track right too. Oh, Master that Ed and Paul. Oh, you know, Big will told me he gonna slap the hell out of me if I call <laughs> uh, one more time. He's like, I've been like called Paul no more. But I'm sticking to my story. Way back in the day, even though his name is Parrish, they used to call it Paul for whatever reason. And I kinda let that Ed Paul uh stick with me. But Ed Parrish making dollars, that's one of my favorite uh, anthems right there, man.
0: There it is there. Well shoot, Shy. I'm happy. To hear that you were taking care of your health And I like that callback to that episode Good job But look you said you you said a lot As far as what's been bothering you But I want to break it down for the people To make this valuable to them In terms of what they can look for When they're listening to other podcasts Because we are aware We are not the only podcasters out there Talking about financial literacy And we are aware right. We are not the only ones actually providing value So I think it's very important that those of you who are just getting involved in learning more about finances and building your financial foundation to understand what red flags to look for when you're listening to these so-called gurus out there, because honestly there are a lot of business models that are essentially just taking people's money. They're giving you a little bit of value and you're giving them a lot of bit of money. So, um, you covered them already but i want to i want to like go down the list of 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 a few things you've noticed and we don't have to go in any particular order but i want to ask you this question what are some mm. signs people can look out for when they're consuming content in any form from those teaching financial literacy and these signs what are these red flags that you would look for
1: so uh the 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 the, the very first red flag you should look for is What's the setting that they're coming from? Are they giving you a pro-black narrative that, you know, this type of investment was specifically designed for black people? That makes absolutely no damn sense at all. You know, if you got a rag the richest stories about how you used to be a drug dealer and how you used to be a murderer and how you was just uh, destined to burn in hell, but somehow, some way, you turned yourself around and now that you got a wife and Kids and every night you put them to bed, that makes you work harder and harder. All of these here types of stories, if you are out there talking about, uh, they came over to Africa and they forced us on the ships and made us pick cotton. And then we still pulled ourselves up out of bootstraps and got out of slavery. And then we started black culture, the black wall street. And then the white man came and burnt that down. You know, all of these here uh, uh, types of movements to hype you up and get into your emotions about why we're at the bottom of the pile. Those are red flags that you should notice kind of right away. Mm -hmm. Um, Some other flags, if you see um, a lot of these other people teaching financial literacy or talking about investing, but they always feature celebrities. They always got a big name celebrity or somebody notable that they pay tens of thousands to come do an a, a interview with them or come to a conference they're putting together. Um, they use those celebrities to just uh, increase the number of sales. Um, definitely a, a red flag. If they're giving you basic generic information that anybody knows, or you can just Google and see a million different um, um, references come up that you can click on, definitely a red flag. Uh, if, They're telling you to follow that blueprint and you can quit your day job and uh, replace your paycheck um, by uh, investing in the way they invest. Uh, Definitely a red flag. If they're selling you a program and you need to pay them for them to tell you the secret to wealth building, you should turn and run like somebody in the food court at the mall. Those are definitely red flags. And and we don't do none of that, uh, Andre. We've had a lot of people approach us about doing the, uh, uh, coming onto the podcast. But like you and I talk about, they're more interested in the following that we already have. And they want to get in front of our audience and pitch their program.
0: And even we protecting the IGC family. We don't want to just bring anybody on here and just get to talking to y'all.
1: At one point in time, we considered, you know, uh, uh, doing something with a uh, Master P, but Master P is out here trying to sell uh, uh, Fruit Loop cereal and uh, the potato chips and everything. And I'm I'm happy that that brother is getting in that space, but we don't want to uh, expose our audience to people that are just trying to get in front of us, uh, get in front of them with that notoriety to sell them something. Right. We're not in that. That's not our business model to sell anything. We just want to. Um, Sell you on the idea that you can uh, make some changes to your life and improve your finances by making good decisions and getting the right type of financial uh, education so that you can do more with what you already have.
0: So, let me ask you this I'm going to play the middleman. You know, I'm going to pose questions from both sides of the fence. I'm not going to take a stance on either side. So, you mentioned one of the red flags being someone who uses a narrative of pro black to get you fired up and uh lead you to purchasing something from them or lead you to consuming something uh content related from them or someone who uses a rags to riches story or talks about the civil rights movement so on and so forth now the question i have to you is is there a specific way that that is presented or is there a way where it's presented And there are people who actually have Rags to Riches stories who are Also providing value Like is it only a red flag If they provide this story or is it Something where people have to kind of use their own Discernment to determine
1: Well well, I mean people have to use their Own discernment there's nothing To having a a Rags to Riches Or a pro pro black Narrative to what you're doing Um, I think one of the most important things that you have to use your discernment for is what's their ultimate goal. Are they really trying to educate you or are they trying to push your product? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's what, what it really comes down to. And so, I mean, you and I, we've talked about how that funneling works where you give them a little bit and then they give you the email and then you funnel them down here to this product and then this product and this product. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the uh, new age version of uh, advertisement and marketing. But at the end of the day what is the consumer or what is the listener getting at the end of the day? Are they telling you that water is wet after you done gave them $10,000? Are they telling you how to take um, you know, two hydrogen molecules and some oxygen and put it together and make some water? Mm. That's the difference. And I think we're doing the latter we're actually giving people specific instructions specific guidance specific examples and we can even provide them the testimonies to where these are proven techniques and methods that actually work as opposed to these folks out here that's just telling you what is wet no shit
0: <laughs> so it's not so just to clarify for the audience it's not that Having these sort of narratives, pro-black story, racks to riches, or incorporating uh, segments from the civil rights movement or toast of Black Wall Street is the problem. It's the, it's not the business model that's the problem. It's the information that they're being fed in in these items that they purchase and these courses they purchase or these digital products. It's it's base level knowledge that can be searched on Google. That's the problem. It's the selling some right. some information that is out there that's already selling someone the fundamentals of something that's out there that anybody can access and not telling them anything new.
1: Exactly. They're they're, they're taking the approach of getting you motivated and inspired to do something. marketing to to
0: translate it and summarize it. Their marketing is fire, but their product is ass. Right.
1: Exactly. That's it (laughs) right there. It's a big pep rally. You get people riled up and you're telling them that they can run through a brick wall. But you don't even have enough DC to give them a football helmet to put on before they run and crash into the wall. Okay, and and you know, a lot of times those type of hype stories they appeal to the people that are already down and out, Mm -hmm. the people that are desperate uh, circumstances Because people that are well to do and already afloat and maintaining, and they're just looking to take the next step, they don't need to be hyped up. They don't need to be. they don't need to hear an inspirational story. They already know they need to do a little bit more, and they're looking for the information to help them make strategic decisions to get down that path that they want to go down.
0: And, and you bring up a good point. Something I want to highlight is our people, black people. We're not monolithic, so there are those mm-hmm. successful black people, and there are black people who are on their way to success, and they don't need a motivator. They just need certain information and they have the discernment to find that certain information, regardless of how fire someone's marketing is versus how not fire someone's marketing is. And then like you're saying, it's become somewhat predatory when uh, you're firing people up to sell them something that's not of any value or something that they can easily just find on the internet.
1: Exactly. And that's what I have. That's what I have a problem with the industry as a whole. Now, ever since we were locked down in the pandemic and a few people had uh, the time and opportunity and the willingness to go out there and learn themselves. Mm-hmm. They've educated themselves, but now they've weaponized this here new knowledge about financial literacy and investing in the stock market, not to truly help our people and help the culture. They're using it to enrich themselves um, by, you know, giving them the far inspiration and height. But at the end of the day delivering some
0: stinking ass, like you've already said. <laughs> okay. And and that's that's I like the clarification on, on that. So audience out there, it's not again, it's not yeah. if someone has a racks the riches story. It's more so what is the what is it that they're selling you? See if mm-hmm. you can find that information online first or see if you can find that information for free elsewhere first. And another one yeah. I wanna move to is the celebrity endorsements. I mean, we've seen it, we see it in that's like a business model that almost every popular brand uses, right? There's uh mm-hmm. Nike. Nike only became popular because they were endorsed by the greatest athletes, whether their product was good or not. Um, exactly.
1: And a lot of people today will tell you that Nike shoes are trash. Right. They're not. They're not. They're not as uh, good quality as Adidas, New Balance, uh, Converse, but they have the marketing. Uh, genius behind using the best athletes in all the sports and so they dominate and they
0: have 80% of the market share Mm -hmm. so again when we talk about the business of things uh, when you look at capitalism having strong marketing doesn't always allude to having a quality product Um, having strong marketing oftentimes alludes to having more capital because you're able to sell people on something regardless of how good or bad the, the product is so with that being said, what we're trying to highlight to you all listening is that when it comes to financial literacy, uh, you have to be aware that these similar business tactics are being used. So you want to ensure that mm. the quality of the product you're receiving, since it's knowledge based, is actually good versus the marketing that you're receiving for a bad product. And when it Like the difference between buying Nike and buying a course on financial literacy is you can go and wear Nike shoes and it won't have a detrimental impact on your future. You can go and listen or buy a financial literacy course. That's not quality and it can negatively impact your future financially or the information that you're receiving can be misinformed. it can, you can be being misinformed um, about financial investing and so on and so forth. So I think that's, that's the premise of what you're trying to say to people. And I'm just trying to, as you would say, help demystify it (laughs) because i know you fired up i know you fired up you talking through emotions. so my my goal is to help the audience sort through those
1: yeah you're doing a you you're doing a much better job of clearly and succinctly dismiss demystifying these complex issues than i am today because i'm still in my uh feelings and i'm being emotional about it today and you're the uh anchor that's kind of keeping us uh, on on target and on the right path. And and it makes so, sense.
0: It makes sense why you why are you frustrated. I mean, if putting someone in your shoes, you're someone who's for years has okay, Scrappy. Scrappy on my lap, y'all. He taking a nap. So if y'all hear some snores, that's from little Scrap Dog. But anyway, uh yeah, you're someone who's actually been out there for years doing the work and marketing wise, a lot of your business to my knowledge has been word of mouth or referrals and it's been abundant but you haven't given the time of day to digital space until really you and I got together. You were like just starting up and you're starting to see, Oh, this is like, there's the real world. And then there's the matrix. And in the matrix, it's a lot of manipulation and uh, misinformation going on in your industry versus in the real world, the people who are actually successful in doing things, aren't standing in front of million dollar homes and trying to sell people on this idea of a lifestyle. They're, everyday right. people that you can look at and not even realize that they have multi-millions of dollars in their bank accounts or multi-millions of investments, um, in, in, in their portfolio. So I understand, right. that, I, I, I get it. That's why when I, yeah. that's why I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to meet with you and build this relationship because you've opened my eyes. Cause I could have easily been influenced as a young buck trying to make money and someone who consumes a lot of television or social media at one point in life. It's easy mm-hmm. to get influenced by people who talk a good game but aren't actually doing it. Absolutely, and, and that's or, the whole. Oh, sorry, th- aren't actually doing it right.
1: Right. Yeah, and and that's the whole thing. I don't I don't want to be drugged down into the mud um, because I'm in this yeah, industry um, and the space has kind of evolved to something totally different where it's predatory. Um, education instead of financial education, where the people that are talking and selling you all of this information, they're just after your money, and at the end of the day, you're not going to get very much bang out of what you pay them. And then the 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 ugly downside to it is these are the very people that are going to ugly enrich themselves, and then they will go out and use the money. To buy houses and to buy fancy cars and to flex with the jewelry and hang out with the uh, rich and famous folks. That that's the irony of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I want to do, Shy? I, I think it's good for us to put the nail in the coffin here. You know, we're gonna get it out in this episode. But I think moving forward, you and I on this podcast shouldn't even give anybody else the time of day of mention. To what is going on in the industry we're just gonna put our blinders on and focus on our igc family and the reason why i say that is because like everything else especially marketing you attract those who are on that same frequency as you you attract those who are seeking what you have and i'm just want to i just want to take the time to applaud our audience for rocking with us this Because we have attracted some people who if you look in the areas where they're able to comment, like the Patreon account, the the reviews on the show, Mm -hmm. um, your messages are all positive. Like somebody recently was bummed that we went down just one episode a month, but they were very Mm -hmm. grateful for everything that we've been doing up to this point. And I think as as long as we continue to do exactly what we're doing and, and provide that value and just be real. And be yourself and and share that knowledge And not focus on everything else Or anybody else We're going to continue to grow this audience And, and attract some real ones Because I mean we literally do it for the people Like I don't Yeah I, yeah, we have the Patreon account But most of that money Is still just sitting there honestly <laughs> I, All the right, money yeah. is it ain't even most all of it is sitting there And I'm mm-hmm. You and I have always talked about Figuring out how we can give it back So it's really just building a community so we can give back to you guys. Like we don't make a living off of the podcast. We use the podcast as a means of educating other people, informing our people and empowering people with the knowledge to go and do better for themselves. And it's dope to see the process. Like I can even see it in my own family. Like I have conversations with my mom and my dad and other relatives Mm -hmm. and friends and, you know, just the budgeting, the financial foundation. There's been so many people in my life who've been positively impacted By that bit of knowledge alone, and that's not like it is a great deal of knowledge, but it's not a lot of information, it's just very clear, succinct, and usable for anybody,
1: right? But Andre, you
0: know,
1: (laughs) yeah, but you know, Andre, that's where I feel ambivalent. Um, and I have the mixed feelings because one of the main things that made me transition. And basically creating the whole financial literacy, financial education space way back in 1992 is that once I got my formal education from the University of Texas and I started working in big six accounting and these big consulting firms, Mm -hmm. the one thing that always bothered me and tugged at my conscience was that the narrative is don't waste your time talking to middle-income and low-income people about none of this financial stuff because they can't afford our fees any damn way. So just focus on the rich people. And as a black man coming out of the projects in Jacksonville, Florida, that always bothered me. And so that was my inspiration and, and kind of like my purpose for me to use everything that I had learned through a formal education, and everything that I was using to help these big corporations and these wealthy people quadruple and uh, uh, grow their money even more than that was that I should be helping my own people too. And so that's what kind of got me down the path of doing the whole financial literacy. Because when I started out in 1992, my uh, uh, business name was Food Fed Concepts. And that was my moniker that I, I literally need to go back to my people my community to the culture and teach them some of the fundamentals of what I'm doing with these here rich white folks every day and helping them make hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Let me go help my people flip $800 into a thousand dollars and let's start off being thousandaires. Right. So that's kind of what got me started. But as the technology has come about and now we're 30 years down the road, you got a whole new crop of uh, young folks that are, Uh, that have deemed themselves financial gurus and and they're in the financial literacy space now. And it's kind of morphed into them using this as their blueprint and business model to come up themselves instead of really giving back to the community. So uh, I understand what you're saying about, uh, you know, let's just focus on our core group here and just organically grow that. Um, I'm all down for that, but it it, kind of puts me in that same predicament where I got to, basically cut loose the masses because they not of the mindset to even get on the boat with us anyway. So I got to leave them behind. Yeah. And that's where I kind of have the uh, uh, mixed feelings about it. Because at some point in time, like I tell uh, my wife and everybody else, you cannot miss your train waiting on Pookie and Ray Ray and all them others to get there. They, they, they got to catch the next train. And if they never get there, then they can never come. But I can't miss my destiny because I'm sitting around waiting for everybody else to see the light. I got to go on. And and I hear that that from you today saying we got to go on and just focus on our core organic group. And that's what Sky Girl, that's what a couple of my friends, Big Will, uh, Big Mitch, um, a good friend of mine. Her name is, uh, um, man, I can't even think of her name right now. (laughs) Um, But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> but uh, uh I, and her name will come to me in a little bit. But uh, I've had, uh, you know, a core group of people saying, you know, you, you got to just get tough skin and you can't save everybody and you can't be downtrodden that these young people out here has taken all of your content and they're saying what you're saying verbatim and they plagiarize them and not the a whole young culture. They don't even know enough history to know that you're the original uh, uh, that came into this space and basically created this space. And all of those people are the ones actually plagiarizing you, instead of it being the other way around. And and that's that's, that's how I've been in my feelings these last couple of months. And that's why we just now getting back um, after I'd extended my vacation two months.
0: <laughs> it's all good. And, then
1: it, and it was a, it was a video. Um, this was right into uh, right before Christmas, Andre. I have it on one of my phones here. I don't know if I could play it and let you listen to listen to it or let the uh, audience listen to it from other uh, phone. I don't know how to store it. Um, it'll sound. But this was what really uh, uh, enlightened me to say, hey, let's stop and pause and stop wasting so much energy because you're wasting a lot of energy doing the impossible for the ungrateful. Mm. So you want me, can I play it for you a little bit to see, can you hear it?
0: Do you mind summarizing it? Because it might not come through clearly.
1: So uh, it's a comedian, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying in very raw form that most black people are sitting around waiting on celebrities and star athletes to tell them that they need to do something about their financial situation when they don't had their entire lives a motherfucker like me sitting next to them that's actually out there doing it and showing them, but they don't care nothing about what I'm saying because I ain't got the status and notoriety that these celebrities um have, so they don't listen and, and to... And when you say
0: status, we're talking about entertainment status, not real-life status. Right,
1: right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you got a nigga there next door showing you by example and then also following up with the rhetoric and the playbook telling you step-by-step, spoon-feeding you what you need to do. And you ain't paying no attention at all because he ain't got a number one album playing on the radio or he ain't playing in the NBA Finals or he didn't play in two Super Bowls yet. Hmm. And I'm like, wow. I mean, that was an epiphany for me.
0: Yeah, that's that. that yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say to that yeah. one I understand the frustration I do Yeah, that. Make, I, that I empathize
1: I'm like these
0: white folks told me a
1: long time ago Don't waste my fucking time Going back to the hood trying to help And because I'm a black man And I want to save the hood I'm going back to do it anyway But here I am 30 years down the road And Mr. Charlie looking at me saying I told you so
0: <laughs> Well look I think it's my duty to Uh Empower you with some knowledge about the internet, and I'm sure it's some information that you already know. See, mm-hmm. everything that we're creating through the I Got Sense podcast, and the I Got Sense brand, lives on the internet, and it can yeah, reach sir. anybody from the hood, it can reach anybody in the hills, it can reach anybody mm-hmm. overseas. And the more we continue to focus doing what we're doing, the more. Those people in the hood, the hills, and overseas are going to start finding and tuning in and listening to what we got going. I mean, just look at what we've done so far. The thing is, ours is going to be something that is not breakable or shakable because right. we're in it for the long game. The foundation is is strong. So yeah. a year, two years, three years. Shoot, when do we start? 2019? 18? 2019? yeah we coming up on uh five years soon if it ain't my math uh is failing me right now (laughs) but we coming up on five if not already five and we're not as big as the earn your leisures we're not as big as the dave ramseys of the world yet Mm -hmm. but we're on our way and we have a strong foundation of support and people that value you right. and value the information that this podcast gives to them. And I'm okay with that. And yeah. and, and, and you've been,
1: you been telling me that for the last three months, Andre. Man, just chill out. The dust going to settle. When the dust settles, yeah. all, those, all those wannabes and pop-ups and self-appointed, they're going to be done came and gone five different times, and you still going to be standing there with not a single line of dust on you at all. Still hey, doing look.
0: your thing. This is what it boiled down to, too. They got teams. This is you and me. <laughs> they got teams right. of, of people helping them with content ideas. You take five minutes to an hour and just write the content. This comes from you. This is lived experience. There's You won't have to pivot or shake and move to do any of this because this is who you are. And I understand how you can get frustrated because you're in the industry. I'm not a financial guy. I am savvy with finances as a result of being around you and taking the time to learn about things. But my industry is not finance. So I'm not around. I don't see the things you see. So I say that to say, like, I understand how frustrating it can be for you being someone who's been in this for years in real life, not on the Internet, but in real life, actually doing this has helped and served thousands of people has the credentials and the status to show for it. And then you come in here and you go to this door and this door is through your phone and it's on the internet. You're like, what is going on here? This is not mm-hmm. translating into real life. This is not, no. But right. you're now getting your footing on the internet. So this is like a this is like a um this is like a growing pain. You gotta get used to what the yeah. internet look like. Cause you already used yeah. to real life and you know everything that's Basically, it's just a replication of your foundational steps in real life when you got started in this career. It's just on the Internet. Yeah. And the difference is the Internet is going to Internet. <laughs> yeah. Online yeah, you know, is it's going to online. The people going to people. But the thing right. is, you're going to see those that really rock with you. And we've, we have that here. And, and, and we love y'all for listening to this. this. is a therapy session. We are giving y'all the real deal, updating y'all on what has been going on, what shy has been going through and we talking to y'all cause it's a family man. Like it's, yeah. it really is. We, we do this because we want to see you win. We do it. Yeah. I, like I got, my family probably is annoyed with me when it comes to finances or tiptoes around it. Cause they know I'm gonna have something to say that's constructive. And I like that because at the end of the day, it's as a result of meeting and talking to shy I'm able to take the knowledge he's passed to me to then empower other people. And that may not translate into listens on the podcast views on a Patreon account, subscribers, yada, yada. But I guarantee you, everybody who's listened to this podcast has went and shared some tidbit of knowledge with somebody else. And they looking at that person like, man, where'd you get this? And they may be saying, Hey, I know. And then they come back and listen to the podcast and get all that game or they may be saying, Hey, I got it from this podcast. Either way it goes, the impact has been made.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Andre, you 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 kind of simplifying um where you at with it now because you've done a whole a whole lot more than just listen to uh, what I've said and taking in the knowledge. You've actually synthesized into a six figure business. You are <laughs> that at the end of the year. You got to pull out your checkbook and write checks to the IRS because you're making that kind of money.
0: Well, you so know, you, you know, I you wasn't playing when I said, Don't be surprised if I end up being your neighbor. Because <laughs> <these laughs> is taxes, uh, yeah, it is different. I'm grateful and I'm blessed, but woo,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I like to call it, those rich people problems when you got to write a check to the IRS, <laughs> you out there
0: getting a real bad. There it is, there. But again, it starts with knowledge that you pass down, and and man, I'm yeah. grateful. I'm I'm grateful to even just be able to take up space on this here podcast. I know folks be like, so I don't know. Some people might be like, what did he be talking? Oh, you know, I just be learning and listening and chiming in, and asking questions that I think most people out there would ask. But yeah, you, I- you got a lot of value, man. The people value you shy. We we need you in this world. I know, I know we need I you in this industry.
1: I- we need yeah, you but- online. I- and <laughs> <laughs> my personality getting not above what I wanted to be because people started to notice me when I take flights. And uh, even when uh, uh, Sky Girl and I, we were out in Jamaica, a couple of people noticed me um, um, while we were out that way. And uh, I'm still not comfortable with the notoriety. And it's never been the notoriety that I've wanted. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, uh, my wife and then. Also, my good friend, her name is actually Brandy. She's in the uh, movie industry out in L.A. and one of my clients. But she helped me kind of also see that I feel I feel guilty because I'm so concerned about not wanting the notoriety and not wanting the celebrity status of the popularity that's growing out of the I Got This Podcast and my persona, DJ Dividends. But at the same time, I want to make sure that everyone around me that's helped build the I Got Sense brand and helped me become DJ Dividends, I want to see you all win too. And in order for you and everybody else around me to win, I have to kind of accept and embrace the notoriety and the celebrity that comes along with it if I ultimately want to achieve my goal of making sure that y'all are the ones that can also carry the brand and monetize the brand too. And so I'm kind of learning that as well. But, you know, Brandy was the one that helped you know helped me have that breakthrough. Like, if you want Andre to get to the 2 comma club and make a million dollars and you want your wife to be able to, to carry on and carry on the brand of DJ Dividends and the I Got Sense whole umbrella of businesses you got, sometimes the celebrity and the notoriety come along with it. And you just got to take it and run with it. Or you got to decide that you – are going to be so selfish that you're going to not let it uh, uh, manifest and uh, come to fruition for everybody else to win along with you. Mm -hmm. And so, once again, a a therapy session um, that I had to have with Brandy to help me get over that hump. So it's been a lot of things that I've been uh, feeling, uh, you know, indifferent about, very ambivalent about. I got uh, one feeling this side, but another uh, feeling contradicting what I feel on that other side. And so I'm still trying to work my way through it. But I am to the point now where I cannot allow um, the direction that the industry is going in to cause me to step back and lessen my purpose and the mission that we're on. And so that, that's why we're back today, date, uh, going back strong at it, and we're going to continue giving the people um, what we have to offer to make sure that we can add some more testimony to what we've already gotten, what I've built over the last 30 years, because I have a resume. I've helped a lot of people, and I started out in 1992 with just an associate's degree, but I parlayed it, and then I parlayed it, and then I parlayed it again, and now here in Las Vegas in a million-dollar house, uh, flying around the world every week, and, um, I can't live long enough to spend
0: the money that's coming in you preaching today. I to flexing. Am nah, I flexing? Nah, you ain't you ain't flexing. You, you This is therapy. You speaking, yeah, the truth. I don't, yeah, I don't speaking
1: to on Yeah, I don't need to sell. I don't need to sell a one damn program on Instagram or Facebook or social media or the internet related to financial literacy to keep doing what I'm doing. And that, when, ain't gonna, that ain't
0: going to That ain't going to hold me back one bit. There it is there. And one thing I like about what you said is that you on you on your time. You know, I operate on God's time. I could look around. Right. Hey, you know, I'm in the video and film industry and content creation industry. You know, so many people out there doing what I do. But look, ain't nobody yeah. been gifted with what God gave me to do how right. I do it, the way I do it. And exactly. same goes for you. Same goes for us. To whom the what, what's that saying? To whom the, the crown is heavy, <laughs> the head is whatever. I, what I'm trying to say is we got some big-ass heads. so We got some big-ass crowns on these heads, so we got to wear them.
1: <laughs> we can't this all up, man. We don't destroy this thing. <laughs> the people get what we're saying, and they, they already know that I'm just an uh, inner-city, urban country dude from the South that still has a country voice and accent. So they know what we're trying to say. But we, we definitely out here winning. Um, we're both pillars of our community. And uh, you're young and you still got a lot of years in front of you. I got 30 years in the game. Um, you know, I've owned six successful businesses that's in the black that sends me money every month. I got uh, two new businesses that I started in 2023 um, that's going to start pumping in some more money. Um, you know, uh, I have over 200 testimonies from uh, individual clients, 16 testimonies from other businesses that I helped get up and running into become successful. Um, I, you know, sit on the board of directors of three corporations, 4 nonprofit organizations. I administer two investment clubs. Um, I currently have 312 paying tax clients that deliver me and Skygirl almost $100,000 a year. So we definitely out here winning. And and you know what, Andre? I didn't use a single damn piece of jewelry, uh, no luxury car. I didn't stand in front of a mansion. I didn't have to flex anything at all or, or go uh, or take a picture on a chartered plane to do none of that stuff. It was just from my hard work, my commitment to get a, a formal education, and then I worked hard and got into Big Six accounting. I got a, you know, my whole Series 6 was licenses to be an investment advisor, and I built all this stuff brick by brick by brick. Um, I traveled uh, almost 200,000 miles on three airlines, and uh, you know, I got a lot going on and what I teach and what we talk about here is not just some academic stuff. I'm talking about what I've done. So I don't consider it bragging. I'm just giving y'all a testimony.
0: Hey. There it is there. Let me uh do your favorite sound. Mm.
1: <laughs> I love that cash register, man. <laughs> I got ninety nine. Matter, matter of fact, let me cool money.
0: you off. Let me cool you off with some of that.
1: <laughs> see what i said andre i got 99 problems with money ain't one of
0: them oh you need to put that on shirt go ahead and sign ship it and deliver it i know you're listening go ahead and hook shy with that next shirt i'm quite sure somebody else I said it before Man, I ain't we ain't said a- we ain't <laughs> said it was your quote we just saying you ain't selling the shirt it's just to say it you know
1: <laughs> flex on the people like that andre i'm, I'm low profile i'm trying to walk <laughs> And look dirty and homeless.
0: <laughs> well, man, I'm 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 definitely grateful again that we have this platform and this opportunity to impact so many people in a positive way and educate them on financial literacy or their finances. Is that appropriate way to say that educate them on financial literacy? No, right? I'm saying that wrong. Yeah,
1: the proper financial education. Yeah, promote financial literacy in the community amongst our people so that everybody gets the same page and. Um, And I want to uh, distinguish that between what a lot of other people in this industry is doing and they're trying to convince uh, our people that uh, they can make a quick lick out there with their options trading with Forex and all these other get rich quick schemes. It ain't no, it ain't no way to get rich quick.
0: It showing. Ain't. Ain't.
1: You got to do it brick by brick.
0: It's ain't I mean, you know, I'm very grateful and blessed. I was having a conversation with my wife about this previous year in terms of revenue and, Taxes over mm-hmm. and stuff and I'm just like You know to the, the optics to like Maybe peers and family they're probably Looking at it like man you're doing really good and I'm Like you know I thought Six figures and what was a At least the intro to six figures Was a high number of, of you know Income and stuff so I'm like you know yeah it's cool I mm-hmm. love it but I need to make a lot more money to be more comfortable <laughs> right. So right. when I hear people saying like oh you doing Good oh you got money I'm like Mm-hmm. I need some more to feel like I actually feel the way you talking about me right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. yeah, you don't get that. Trust me. Oh you yeah, don't it's get on that. the
0: way. It's on the way. The
1: harder, the harder you work, the luckier you don't get. I, I promise you.
0: That's facts. I, I actually said all that to say that I agree with your statement that there is no quick way to make a buck. Uh, wealth is a long-term game. And Mm -hmm. the only way you play the game is to know how. So empower yourself with knowledge. And we're grateful that you all are receiving the knowledge we have here. Again, when you go out and listen to those other sources of information pertaining to financial literacy, look out for the red flags, especially when you're considering investing your money in something. Look out.
1: Andre, can I say this right here? Yeah, go for it. Um, as, As much as I hate to say it, in most instances, if, A notable celebrity is out there promoting any type of product, chances are that product is not for you anyway because they've been paid to go out there and say that. They're not telling you something from their heart or something that's proven or something that's benefiting their lives or help them get to where they are. Somebody has hired them and paid them tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to come promote it, and the whole purpose of that is for you to spend your money to enrich somebody else. Is not to help you with your financial literacy and your road to wealth building.
0: There it is, there, folks. Before we did go,
1: I just people out there, did I just step on all the celebrities out there in the culture?
0: No, I think you uh, empowered the people. You know, we the people's okay. pod. Don't <laughs> people about pot. the celebrity. We the people's pod. You like that, nah, I, can, I can put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, the, the people's, people's pod. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just started some, folks. Oh, man! Uh, yeah. couple of announcements before we dip though Officially So look again If you want more financial information You can go and sign up to our Patreon account Sean's always chiming in weekly With his uh, newsletters His stock tips His investment advice so on and so forth um, Or if you just want to support the podcast You can go and uh, subscribe to our Patreon account It's I Got Sense Podcast Again it's I Got Sense Podcast Another announcement that I want to make uh, before it escapes my mind what was i gonna say mm. dang it left my head but i think it's gonna come back
1: well i wanna i wanna get a I, I don't have a, a recommendation for people to read a book this week but i wanna leave some um, uh, parting words of wisdom for some golden nuggets so let me know when i
0: can time and give them that Ooh, it just came back to me before i lose it and yes shy more than happy to yeah we're gonna get there all right so what i was trying to remember and i remembered it is if you guys want to support this podcast without a donation of finances all you got to do is go on the apple podcast search i got sense podcast go all the way to the bottom and leave a review let us know how you feel about the show give it a